This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Well, y'all, I predicted it, and here it is. I've been saying that what we're going to see is a massive criminal influx into the United States of America because most of the countries, South America, Central America, heck on earth, have some kind of bond system. You commit a crime, they bond you out. Like here in the United States of America, you pretty much get bonded out to await await trial for everything up to first degree murder. I mean, some manslaughter folks are bonded out. Um, And maybe severe kinds of rape. That's about it. Everybody else goes out the door. Well, look, I mean, do you want to spend the next 16 years in a Guatemalan prison? Oh, heck no. So what do you do? You get your family to bond you out and you come here. And folks, Remember when Donald Trump was accused of being a horrific racist for saying criminals were coming over the border? And then just last year, the Department of Homeland Security produced a study showing that a full 21% of those apprehended at the border had criminal records, either here in America, they'd done their time and been deported and came back, or in their homelands. And they suspected the number was actually much higher, it's just they don't have good identification for everyone. Well, now we're seeing the other thing I predicted, that countries would begin to empty out their prisons. I mean, why should they pay the bill to incarcerate for life a murderer when they could just send him to the U.S. border? Let Joe Biden register him to vote Democrat. And it's happening. Folks, this is horrifying. This is from an article in Breitbart exclusive. Venezuela empties prisons, sends violent criminals to U.S. border. Yep, it's a Department of Homeland Security intelligence report. It's Mark classified to hide it from us. We're not supposed to know. But it instructs the Border Patrol to be on the lookout for Venezuelan inmates, including, are you ready for this? Convicted murderers, rapists, and extortionists, and drug lords. Yeah, they're supposed to be on the lookout for these inmates um, as they come across the border. Problem is, they probably already did. The intelligence report warned the freed prisoners would be in migrant caravans traveling from Tapachula, Mexico, toward the U.S. border in July. And that the folks in these caravans were well aware of their presence. Again, these are hardened criminals. So did we catch them at the border? Are we catching them? Probably not. No, Breitbart reports that, according to the source that gave them the report, the task of identifying Venezuelans with criminal records in their home country is nearly impossible Because we don't have a good diplomatic relationship right now with Venezuela. So we have no way to go back and forth with them on these criminal records. Of the thousands of Venezuelan migrants surrendering along the U.S. border, daily most, according to the source, are being released into the United States. Without effective diplomatic relations with Venezuela, the source says, access to criminal databases in that country simply doesn't exist. So we let them all go. Folks, we're going to get to a point where it is going to become dangerous. 
in certain parts of this country for your daughter to leave her home, just like it is in Mexico. They simply disappear. Breitbart reports, according to the source, quote, unless we apprehend someone who voluntarily tells us they've committed a violent crime in Venezuela, we can only guess. And that doesn't work well. They will more than likely be released. Of course they will. Look, folks, all we need to know about them is they'll probably vote Democrat if they vote at all. And that is certainly good enough to let them in. What does that mean? Well, the people in Martha's Vineyard, good liberals almost all, shouldn't be criticized. They've got the right model. Pick him up within 48 hours, declare it a humanitarian crisis, um, dispatch the National Guard to take them to military bases. Get them out of there. Look, these people might appear to be hypocrites, but they're not wrong. Uh, 21% of the 50 dumped by DeSantis in Martha's Vineyard, 21% would be hardcore hardened criminals. They're right to fear them. It's just we need to extrapolate that policy to the border. Meanwhile, as the Democrats demand the arrest, you've got to love the irony here, folks. I'm having so much fun with this. Demand the arrest of DeSantis and Abbott. They actually dispatched a bunch of Democrat attorneys to Martha's Vineyard um, to cry in unison for the arrest of the horrific criminals, DeSantis and Abbott. It was discovered over the weekend by the UK Daily Mail, where I go to figure out what's going on in this country, since our media doesn't usually tell you, that the city of El Paso has been moving illegal immigrants into New York City by bus. Yeah, about as many as Abbott has sent, the Republican governor of Texas. But strangely, in Newsom's letter to the Department of Injustice demanding the arrest of DeSantis and Abbott, Newsom did not demand the arrest of the El Paso mayor for doing exactly what they're doing. An oversight? No. He's a Democrat. So it's totally cool if he busses people out of El Paso. One of the most alarming things about this whole incident, folks, is this new pattern that we're seeing. If you embarrass the Democrats, if they lose a political debate, as they did to DeSantis here, what do they do? They reflexively, instead of bothering to make the argument or fighting back, they did some of that, but they reflexively turn to the Department of Justice and FBI and demand that the people who made them look bad, which apparently is now a crime, be arrested for exactly what they are doing. Here's the irony of this. Over the weekend, the New York Times broke that the head of the Department of Homeland Insecurity that would be Mayorkas, has been quietly demanding that all of the Biden's transportation of illegal immigrants into the interior from the southern border be put under his control. In other words, he wants to do exactly what Abbott and DeSantis are doing, which somehow, bizarrely, is not illegal when he does it, but is illegal when DeSantis does it, but also is not illegal when the mayor of El Paso does it, because he's a Democrat. Listen to Democrat and former head of the Department of Homeland Insecurity, Jay Johnson, attempt to explain this disparity on Face the Nation, where he's pretty much point blank asked, you know, why, why is it a problem and, and, and criminal when Republicans do it, but it's totally OK when Democrats do it? Listen to his answer. It's because the Democrats work with liberal nonprofit groups, you know, all the right people. So that makes it not a crime. But wouldn't the federal coyote and kidnapping statute still apply? Well, yeah, but they're Democrats are good people. And of course, the spokes hostess 
on Face the Nation. I mean, it makes sense to her. And she's like, oh, yeah, good people. So they're not criminal when they break the same laws. Folks, it's outrageous that they are proposing this in front of our face, that they are essentially telling us, hey, listen, you embarrass us. We're just going to. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Run to the DOJ and get you arrested for what we did. So when it comes to moving migrants around the country right now, you're a lawyer. The federal government moves migrants from the border to other parts of this country quite often. What's the difference when a state governor does it, albeit, I know, without warning? Well, there's a right way and a wrong way to do that, Margaret. What the governors of Florida and Texas are doing, frankly, is a political stunt uh, and treating people like livestock. The right way to move people to the interior and... I think it's something that we should do. 8,000 a day uh, into McAllen, into Henry Cuellar's district in Laredo or El Paso, I've been saying for some time is not sustainable. And so we do need to move people to the interior, but through a well-coordinated effort in coordination with NGOs, Catholic charities, state and local government, and the federal government. There is a right way to do that. It requires coordination and cooperation. See? All those groups are liberal controlled. So as long as you have liberal friends who work with you, then it's not illegal. Do not be surprised. I am waiting any moment now for the DOJ to open criminal investigations into Ron DeSantis and Abbott. And look, folks, within the next decade, you are going to see a governor hold out of a governor's mansion in this country. It's coming by the DOJ and the FBI, of course, for, for fake crime, not real crime. Meanwhile, and you practically can't make this up, the New York Times just broke that the Department of Homeland Security had Mayorkas um, in a closed-door session just demanded total control over the movement of illegals into the interior and that he wants a bigger fleet of buses and aircraft to quietly control the delivery of the migrants that they want DeSantis and Abbott arrested for. The idea being that Mayorkas' busing plan would block these dramatic GOP drop-offs by corralling the migrants under federal supervision until they're delivered to their preferred cities by agency-controlled buses and aircraft. And as they've been doing it, folks, you've seen the many news reports of it on Fox News. They do it in the middle of the night, so there's no photo op and stuff. And that's how you move your voters. This is so outrageous that the thing the Democrats, are again, are, are, are asking for the investigation and arrest of DeSantis and Abbott over Joe Biden literally back on September 10th Ask Congress for $20 billion more to fund this network, this coyote network that violates the same laws. Democrats are demanded, demanding that DeSantis and Abbott be arrested under. But what does this whole thing tell us? Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, is the only Republican I can identify with some help from Abbott of Texas who is actually campaigning to win the midterms. When compared to the efforts of the erstwhile GOP leadership, it shows how little they're actually doing. That's not just my opinion. There was a stunning stat in a Trafalgar poll this week. The poll shows Republicans, and this is good news, up a full six percentage points over Democrats on the generic ballot, showing they'll likely take Congress. But inside that same poll, there's also bad news. This stunning stat that 56% of likely voters 
also say Republicans don't deserve their vote because they haven't made an argument for why they should take back Congress. And they haven't. Want to do a stunning thing to see what I'm talking about? Google Mitch McConnell. He's the number one GOP leader. And Martha's Vineyard. Nothing comes up. He hasn't said a damn thing about any of this. Not the immigrants dropped off at Kamala's house or Martha's Vineyard. In other words, he isn't fighting. The whole thing is too embarrassing for him to deign to be a part of. That's practically malpractice. I mean, look how good this issue is for us. They've called in the National Guard over 50 illegals. They claim they didn't have jobs for them. And now folks have gone through literally online want ads and found more than 50 in low-wage work. I mean, can you imagine if Joe Biden sent illegals to Florida and Ron DeSantis called out the National Guard and had them shipped out to a military base within 48 hours and declared an invasion? Holy cow. But Martha's Vineyard declared a humanitarian crisis. On a podcast this weekend, Charlie Kirk and Jack Posobiec made a great point. For Republicans to even begin to break through and raise this critical issue, which we should be, of open borders and illegal immigration and the danger, particularly the criminal element poses to this country, it would cost at least $150 million out of one of our super PACs. Ron DeSantis did it for the price of 50 plane tickets, a real bargain. But even for all of DeSantis's efforts, the GOP leadership, i.e. the number one GOP leader, refuses to capitalize on it at all. And Kevin McCarthy, well, he likes to pretend he did an angry interview on Fox where everybody's already voting for the GOP anyway. It was so bad for the Democrats and the left that NBC News, did you see this, had to delete a tweet that says what DeSantis was doing was like going around and dropping off trash anywhere you want to. Yes, they actually referred to these Venezuelans as trash. This is who the Democrats are and have been since the days of slavery. But the good news is somebody's fighting, even if the GOP leadership in Washington isn't. And that is why the Democrats, again, feel comfortable publicly asking the Department of Injustice to arrest these GOP governors because they watch Mitch McConnell's reaction. They watch Roy Blunt's. He's the number two who really is a number two in GOP leadership in the Senate. And there is no reaction. So the Democrats get more and more and more outrageous. And our intel agencies and our Department of Justice get more and more and more out of control. This is who they take their cues from. If we could get Mitch McConnell alone out of the way and replace him with an actual Republican, an actual American, we could get so much further. But at least it weeks out. Somebody, if it's the governor of Florida, is fighting. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.